This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. Happy Friday. Missouri has created mobile custody units to help battle the correction officer shortages within the state's prison system. Missouri Life Magazine hops on to let us know about the hidden gems around the state, and we learn about the Tennessee Williams Festival going on in St. Louis. Let's get started. Republican Representative Melanie Stinnett of Springfield is behind a few proposals that not only passed the Missouri legislature, but were signed into law by Governor Mike Parson. She sits down with Anthony Morbeth to talk about the Ticket to Work Health Assurance Program. The Ticket to Work Health Assurance Program changes that we put forward in this legislation and that were signed into law change the limits on income for individuals with disabilities so that they are able to make more wages hopefully take promotions and raises within their current work or take new jobs that pay them more without losing access to their really important medical coverage. The other components of that are are some changes with uh, the allowment of retirement uh, assets and then also a disregard for their spouse's income. So employed adults with disabilities, Mm -hmm. uh, how did this come about and how did this not get proposed and or passed previously? That's a great question. So my background is working with children with disabilities. I don't work with a great majority of adults, but when I was talking with families of children with disabilities, one of their biggest concerns is what is going to happen to my child long term? Will they be able to work? Will they be able to thrive within their community? And so as I was running for office and talking with disability-related organizations, Ticket to Work came up quite a bit. This is a piece of legislation that has been filed for many years and just for whatever reason hasn't gotten traction. And so I decided this year to make it one of my top priorities and to really champion the process of getting this across the finish line so that we can make a difference for these families. I think also in today's setting where we are looking at a workforce shortage in so many areas, it was an easy conversation to have with my colleagues to say, this is a solution for a piece of our workforce shortage that we cannot ignore any longer. What is the federal poverty minimum level? And then uh, how then would pay factor into all of this? I guess I'll ask a few follow-ups based on that. Sure. So the individual income, they can make up to 250% of the federal poverty level. And in addition to moving this to just an income level, so there used to be in the prior language of this statute, two different types of income considerations. And we simplified that to just looking at the federal poverty level. And one reason I think that's important is because that can adjust. You know, we don't have to go back and change statute every time, you know, inflation or other things happen. Hopefully that federal poverty level will keep speed with those types of things. And so that is something that will change and then can be adjusted by the department within the department instead of us having to come back to the legislature. But that 250% of the federal poverty level is that the standard for an individual. Income exceeding the federal poverty level, having to pay a premium? So even within uh, the the cap now is that 250% of federal poverty level. So below that, there may be a small premium still. um, And that still is, like I said, the cap. So after a, a certain point, you still would not qualify for ticket to work. But we hope that that's at a point where then you would be able to afford covering that medical coverage yourself. What we didn't want to have happen was 
Personal care assistants are are a very common need for individuals with physical disabilities. And those personal care assistants are often not covered by private health insurance plans. And so we didn't want the limit of income to be at a point where someone who had to go then get their own personal care assistant service was thrust back into poverty due to that cost. We wanted to make sure that that income level was at a point where hopefully that individual could cover that cost or they would have a higher plan with their insurance that could cover that cost for them. You know, I was reading elsewhere, not exclusively to this provision, but uh, sort of a restriction, I guess, sort of disincentivizes them from being able to move up the corporate ladder Oh, absolutely. Many individuals with disabilities either don't work full time because their wages preclude them from working that many hours or they refuse raises because they can't go over that cap. So it has, I believe, precluded them from being able to participate fully in the workforce in the ways that they want to do that within their communities. And many times employers may be looking for a full-time employee, and if you come in and say, well, I can only work part-time due to this restriction, then that may be something that they can't tailor their their need to. So I, I really do believe it's a game changer for these individuals with disabilities and their ability to work more fully in their communities. Would the premium change or would uh, they lose their insurance in a situation like that? If they, with the prior statute, if they had made over that amount, they would lose their benefits. So at a, at a, in my opinion, very low wage cap for that situation. So, you know, by raising that cap, by allowing their spouse to make money, we're not, we're no longer disincentivizing them from getting married. So there are many provisions within this legislation that I think make a positive difference. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Republican Representative Melanie Stinnett of Springfield here on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. And, and you brought something up that I wanted to ask, and that was marriage and how marriage ties into disabled working adults and employed adults who with disabilities and this Ticket to Work Health Insurance program. Sure. So I think this is one of the most substantial components of this legislation. Prior to this change, a a spouse's income was fully included. And so individuals would decide either not to get married or sometimes even to divorce their spouse so that they could access the coverages that they needed for their lives. This legislation allows a $50,000 disregard for that spouse's income. So the first $50,000 that they make is not counted toward that income cap. And, and I think that's a wonderful thing for families who want to get married want to maintain their marriage. I don't think that Missouri wants to be a state that that has something in place that disincentivizes that. How does retirement tie into the Ticket to Work Health Insurance program? So there's also a disregard for retirement accounts and um, also for pension plans so that these individuals can save for the rest of their lives. Often we look at these programs and we think, oh, these individuals should be able to make wages. They should be able to work within their communities. But the flip side of that is if we do not allow them to create assets, 
what's the point? We want them to be able to save for for their retirement for that time when they want to retire and and do other things with their life. When does this officially go into law or has it? Sure. It'll take some time for the departments to promulgate the rules around this. So I think we've still got some time to see exactly when it goes into effect, but I believe it should be this year. I guess, where do they go to find out more information? Yeah, you know, I I think I would start out by looking at the department's website. You can go to uh, the Department of Mental Health or the Division uh, for Developmental Disabilities and and start there. There are some contacts on those websites that you can reach out to to learn more. As I mentioned, the department will have to work on promulgating these rules and really working through how it functions within their department. So they may have to say, hey, we'll get back with you. But I think it's a good thing to reach out. They have created sort of a crosswalk to show people the before and after, and I'm sure that they would be glad to share that with people. And one other quick thing I wanted to mention, for those tuning in late, be sure to listen to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri on the go, wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts or Amazon Music, type in Show Me Today, click like, subscribe, download and take us with you on the go, wherever you are listening, not just in Missouri, but across the world and the U.S. That's Republican Representative Melanie Stennett of Springfield on show me today and this is show me today the voice of missouri